Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast. So we are fast approaching Easter, my favorite holiday to celebrate. Not necessarily my favorite holiday. My favorite holiday is definitely Christmas. I just love Christmas. I love the atmosphere. I love the the season of it all, uh, the anticipation. But as far as just the true event that we are celebrating, it's Easter, man. It is Easter. It is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that being said, hey, welcome to the Truth For Youth podcast, man. If you have not listened before, this is your first podcast to listen to, thank you for tuning in. And we encourage you. It is a free podcast. However, we would love for you to share this podcast people that you think would benefit, people that you think uh, may need to hear a little truth. Because this is not Micah's truth. This is not the world's truth. This is biblical truth. This is the truth of Jesus and what we learn about in the Bible. So again, getting into, this is kind of my Easter podcast. Um, If you haven't listened to maybe some previous podcasts that I've done around Easter and the resurrection of Jesus and the apologetics, the defending of your faith with it, I encourage you to go back and listen to some of those uh, in the last couple of years. I'm not going to repeat that, but I'm going to kind of go a little bit different route based on where we are as a society and just things that are happening in the news and in the world and in media, it is just, it's overwhelming, man. It is just, uh, we are bombarded with so many different news stories, and it is so hard to know what to believe. I know I say that multiple times on on the podcast. Um, you know, it's it's frustrating. You turn on the news, and it doesn't matter what station, you know, you turn on any news outlet, and it's like, what do you believe? Can you trust this source? Can you not? You know, the the more that we go about, we're learning all these lies and hidden agendas that were kind of being thrown at us over the last couple of years with everything that's been going on. So I say all that to say, okay, first of all, this is the truth for youth. Okay. So I hope you can listen to this podcast and not worry about hidden agendas, not worry about lies. It's just, this is biblical truth. Uh, the second reason I bring this back up is this is going to relate to today's podcast. All right. So I want to uh, talk about the fact that we have a savior that we can trust, that we can believe in, that we don't have to worry about what is his hidden agenda. There is no hidden agenda. You know, he he makes his purpose very clear through the Bible. You know, he created the world, he created humans, and then there needed to be um, an atonement for the sins. There needed to be something that the people could have that would bridge the gap. Because people sinned, right? So it says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So how do we reach a perfect God? Well, the only way was a perfect sacrifice, and that is through Jesus Christ. So that's what he did. He came, and then he died for us. And that's what happens, you know, during the whole Easter celebration. Unfortunately, Jesus has to go before us as a sacrifice, and he gets beaten, and he gets humiliated, and it is an awful, awful event. Um, But he dies for us. But... Because he's not all human, he's human, and he's also 
God, he's able to defeat death, which again, that's what he kept saying, like, I am the son of God. I am the Messiah. I am the Savior that you have been looking forward to. Anybody could have said that, but he also backed it up with miracles. He backed it up with his teachings, and and then he proved it. The final proof is that he did. He came back from the dead three days later, right? So the tomb was empty, and he appeared to thousands of people after he had died and to prove that he really was the resurrected Messiah, the risen Savior. So there, that is so important, people. I cannot stress that enough. It, Paul says it best. I'm going to go to his, uh, his verse in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17 through 19. It says, And if Christ has not been raised then your faith is a delusion and you're still lost in your sins. It would also mean that the believers in Christ who have, who have died are lost. If our hope is in Christ is good for this life only and no more, then we deserve more pity than anyone else in the world. That was a good news translation. Here's another, what's called the easy to read. And it says, and if Christ has not been raised from death, then your faith is for nothing. You are still guilty of your sins. And those in Christ who have already died are lost. If our hope is in Christ is only for this life here on earth, then people should feel more sorry for us than anyone else. So Paul's saying, look, if if Jesus didn't really come back from the dead, if he didn't really raise again from, from death, then he didn't conquer death, then he wasn't the Messiah, then all of us Christians, all of us followers of Jesus, we are to be pitied. People should feel sorry for us. People should uh, just look at us and be like, oh, those poor, those poor people, you know, they put all this faith, all this hope, all this energy and time into following a person who didn't live up to who he says he was. If you die and you don't come back from the dead, then you're just a human, right? But if you can defeat death, then you prove that you are beyond that because no one had ever done that, right? Yeah, there may be some cases of people, you know, supposedly dying, you know, or whatever, flatlining and then maybe coming back. But no one dead for three days, buried in the tomb and comes back completely dead, right? Um, That's Jesus. That's what Jesus did. So now... We can have confidence, right? So all these people, like, look, I, I may have been one of these skeptics, okay? We're going to talk about some of these people that, yeah, they, they may have been following Jesus around. Maybe they had heard about him, and they may have been skeptical. I, I get that. I get that. You know, like, look, we live in a world right now where everything I hear, I'm skeptical of because it's like we've been lied to so much. News, social media, you know, it's hard to, to, to believe anybody because it's like, okay, what's the hidden agenda? Like, it's exhausting. It is really exhausting. There was a guy that, um, I don't want to name names. I'm not going to throw anybody in the bus. But there was this guy that I had to deal with um, in my past. And I always wondered what his agenda was, okay, what his hidden agenda was. I never fully felt like I could trust this person. And 
I'm telling you, I was exhausted, exhausted after just a simple conversation. I hated, I hated having conversations because I was always like so careful, like I was trying to analyze every word out of my mouth because I knew that was going to be taken and possibly used against me or, or twisted or, you know, filed away and come back and haunt me later. So I was always so careful, like, okay, how do I word my words carefully, um, and, and not give up too much information, I guess, to where, you know, it could be used against me. But on the flip side, every word I felt like this person methodically thought out in the conversation. And I was always like, how do I take that? Like, I didn't know how to take the demeanor. I didn't know how to take the tone um, because it was like it could go either way. And I just never, never fully trusted this individual. And I was always like, again, I can't express to you like how worn out I was just with conversations because I'm analyzing everything that person said, like not only during the conversation, but like hours after the conversation, I'm like, well, did he mean this? Or I wonder why he asked that. There was a reason or there was, you know, it was like, gosh, it, it was frustrating. And now I feel like that's what I do with even the news. Like you, you turn on the news and it doesn't matter what news you turn on any news. Fox, CNN, any of them. Like, I'm always like, okay, what is their angle? You know, what, why are they pushing this? Or why are they pitching the story this way? Because there's probably a lot more information that we're not getting. Um, and it's like all these thoughts go through my head. And I'm just like, it's just tiring, guys. It is tiring. I hate, I hate that the world we live in is like that. Like, it would be so nice just to flip on the TV or the news or whatever and watch and just be able to relax to some extent and be like, okay, what I'm hearing is truth. You know, I'm hearing all the facts, um, but it's not. We don't get that. It's been proven that we've been lied to and, and just manipulated for the last few years and, and probably even a lot longer than that, you know, now that the curtain is being pulled back and we're seeing more. And it's exhausting, you know, okay, that's the point I'm getting to. And I don't know if you're like me and you're just a tired you know, like, who do you believe? Like, I really feel like there's only a handful of people in my life that I can just really have conversations with and just kind of let the guard down and just kind of relax and have a conversation and know that what they're telling me is truth, right? Like, I don't have to be like, they're lying to me or what are they trying to really get at? You know, like, there's only really a handful of people I feel like in my life that I can do that, like, without second guessing, and that's sad, but unfortunately, that's kind of the reality we live in. And so that's probably the reality you live in. Like, who do you trust? Who do you believe? Which even brings me to the point of the podcast. Like, I don't want you to listen to this podcast and just be like, oh, well, Micah said it, and no, so it's got to be true. I want you to know it for yourself. Like, look it up in the Bible. Like, if I say a verse or, you know, quote some scripture, look it up. Make sure that it's truth. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have a, a hidden agenda. But I just want you to realize, like, we have to be careful of, of information that we hear in today's world and just take it for truth, because there's a lot of times it's not the truth. Um, but again, this is what I love about when I read the Bible now. I appreciate it a whole lot more now that I may be older, more mature, and now with the world that we live in, I can read it, I can just relax and know that there's no secret agenda there, there's no lies in there. There's no half-truths. It's just the truth. And I can just read it for what it is. 
Uh, I can hear the teachings of Jesus. I can believe in Jesus and just know. I know what his purpose was. I know what he's here for. I know what the end looks like, you know, to some extent. And I can just have peace. Guys, I feel like we need peace. I need peace with the world that we're living in. And so that's why I've titled this message, The Resurrection Peace. Guys, we can get peace from the resurrection. We can get a whole lot from it. But one thing that we can take away is that Jesus is who he said he was, and he proved it by raising from the dead. Like that, it's like the ultimate test that he proved. Okay, he really is who he says he is. We can have peace knowing that. We can relax now when we hear the teachings of Jesus. Now, make sure you're actually hearing the teachings of Jesus, okay? I will say... You know, just because someone quotes Jesus, you better make sure it's really from the Bible, not some weird manuscript that someone's made up. You know, just really make sure that it's it's true biblical truth, right? Um, so there, you have the peace knowing that that is who Jesus says he is, okay? So so we're not being lied to. We don't have to be skeptical like, like maybe many other things. Now, here's another thing that I think we can take peace from the resurrection. Not only that we're being told the truth, okay, when Jesus makes claims and we read the Bible because everything's been backed up, but now we can also take peace knowing that Jesus is in control, Like right now in our world, you know, we have wars going on. We have crazy stuff happening in our government. We have just so many evil people in this world, like, you know, wolves in sheep clothes, it appears. And and we're seeing more and more of these sheep really being wolves. And we're seeing just so much, just, I guess it's evil, really, when it boils down to it. It's just selfish people, greedy people power-hungry, money-hungry, just willing to do whatever. And we're being told lies everywhere we turn. And there's, a, and there's kind of some scary times ahead, right? Because, you, you know, for me, I'll, I'll begin to think, okay, well, gosh, if it continues to go down this path, where does this lead our world? You know, what, what's going to happen? And you can kind of get worked up, and you can get a little anxious about it. You can get a little worried and, and stressed, But Jesus is ultimately in control. He defeated death, which means he's on the throne, right? Like he is on the throne. He is in control. It's not this government. It's not other world governments. It's not these other world powers that are maybe raising up or bombing or attacking. Yeah, they may have some earthly power. And sure, Satan is real, demons are real, and they have real power here on this earth. But ultimately, they're all under the authority of God. God will shut them down one day. They're they're allowed to have a little power and a little freedom right now. But at some point, God's going to say, okay, uh, the time has come, and he's going to squash all that. So there's no need in us really getting super worked up about things. Yes, I think it's fine for us to to be concerned, and I definitely think we are to take action. You know, like we are called to to stand up for for Christ. We're called to stand up for Christian values. You know, we're called to stand up against evil for sure. But we don't have to stress and worry like oh my gosh, what's going to happen in the end? Yeah, it may get bad. I mean, it got bad for the disciples, 
But ultimately, God is in control. And as long as we stay focused on Him, and as long as we are continuing to to do His work, then it's going to work out the way God intended for it to. And it can be used for His glory, which is ultimately for our glory, for our benefit. But you have to stay committed. You have to stay focused. But there's a peace there, right? Like, even knowing that there's a lot of crazy in the world and, and you don't know maybe what your future with, with rising prices, you know, gas prices, inflation, cost of goods, limited goods, like where does this continue to go? I mean, it, it's probably going to get worse. And so there's probably a lot of fear, like people may be fearing the uncertainty and, and what's going to happen. And again, that's legit concerns, but there's no need to work yourself up so much that it's handicapping you, right? It's keeping you from taking action. It's keeping you from from growing as Christ wants you to grow. Remember, Jesus defeated death so he can defeat anything, right? He is the Savior. He is the Messiah. God is in control. So this Easter, as you celebrate this Sunday, I hope you all make it to a church service somewhere, or at least listen to something, uh, and you get to hear some good biblical truth. You get to celebrate and, and worship with some fellow Christians. I hope you do all that. But I also want you to have peace this Sunday. Have peace knowing that you are worshiping a Savior that tells the truth. He's not lying. He doesn't have a hidden agenda. He really does love you. He really wants what's best for you. Doesn't mean you're going to have a perfect life. Doesn't mean you're going to have an easy life. But it means that he wants to use you and you have a purpose in this life. And I want you to have peace knowing that and peace knowing that he is in control. In this crazy world that we're living in, he is in control. Not the world, not these super powerful world leaders or, or influencers. It is God that has the power. It is Jesus that has the power. So when you're celebrating this Sunday, celebrating the resurrected Jesus, just remember all that and have peace and share him with others, right? There's a lot of people that are worried and, and anxious and hurting and they need Jesus, right? So share Jesus with them. Uh, guys, that's going to wrap up today's podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful Easter. I uh, hope you get to celebrate with your family, but more importantly, I hope you get to really take time out of your schedule. I know it's probably a busy schedule and really uh, give thanks to God. Give thanks to Jesus because he is who he says he is and because he died for you. He died for me. Uh, he, he forgave us of our sins, right? Like Paul said, I mean, if he doesn't, raised from the dead, then we're not forgiven of our sins. We're still in our sins, which means we're still dead. We're dying uh, like eternal death. But he did die for our sins, and he resurrected from the dead to prove that. So be thankful. Attitude of gratitude, right? All right, guys, that's it, and I will catch you guys in another podcast. Until then, be good, be focused. Share Jesus with others. Bye-bye. Just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free. So you could hear the truth. Yeah, know that we all have.